everybody welcome back to the show starting the new podcast right here stc pod uh, give me bear with me two seconds i'm about to uh air my grievances with joe which is how i like to start every episode i was a couple minutes late coming to our appointed time so i thought uh i better give him a heads up that i'm a little bit late no answer and then uh, by the time i get on uh, joe still gives me the customary 10 minute wait for his highness to show up what's up with that is that is that a thing is that your thing is that what you do is that your thing it's like mounting people you realize i was waiting for you right then why weren't you here that like waiting for me because you said you were setting up and then my dog wanted to go outside so i had to go wait outside mm. and i came back one minute later <laughs> which is why you caused us to start at 9 45 eliminating 15 minutes of the show Oh, I forgot. You're you're like the like a massage therapist or chiropractor. If you're late, that's on your time. Hey, Mr. Hand. Why are we eating a huge meal? It's like that, it's like that episode of uh, Seinfeld when Costanza goes to the chiropractor and he gets charged seventy five dollars and he refuses. To, he only pays half of it. Remember that one. Yeah, I remember. Why are you shoving vast amounts of food in your mouth like it's like you've just crawled in from the desert? Well, bad analogy, but because um, if you're from the desert, you'd be drinking. I don't know, because I was in the kitchen because I had to let the dog outside, and then I, I figured I'd make myself a quick bite because I'm starving. What's it like shopping for you? I can only imagine. I came home to a small thing of pasta. No cheese was in the fridge for it. So there's an example of shopping for me where it's not done properly. Oh, that's major sin not to have cheese ready for Joe's pasta. Yeah. Holy mackerel. I'm starving, man. But I hadn't, I had, I had to pick up food on the road. In fact, I stopped at a Costco. I was like, uh, I'm passing one. And man, I got a hankering for one of those giant hot dogs they sell for a dollar. You actually stopped well, for that? Yeah. But I thought the Costco's have, um, well, I guess at that time of night, they probably didn't, but uh, lineups to get in and all that stuff. I just walked right by them. I'm like, piss there on was a, There was a lineup? Oh, yeah. I can't stand that place. There was a massive lineup just to get out. And I'm like, well, I only have a hot dog, so I'm walking past all you people. Stop me. No one stopped me. So, you know what? The hot dog wasn't that great. Not like I remember. I don't know if the hot dogs have changed, but they're, they're just not as good. I think we're really dropping the ball in Canada with our hot dogs. I know you get a good dog in the States. What's There's, better, the IKEA hot dog or... Costco hot dog. I'll even say the Ikea hot dog, like this Costco hot dog. And same with, if you buy those juicy jumbos here, they have a little aftertaste to them, which I, I can't place my finger on it. And believe me, funk. believe me, I like a big, fat, thick hot dog, right? That you just bite your teeth into. But in Canada, they're not letting us have that anymore. So. Really? Apparently not. Because it's uh, not summertime anymore. Go try buying one at a grocery store. You can't find the nice, big, thick barbecue hot dogs anymore. You it's know what, though? I kind of don't, don't like those anymore. Because we don't have good ones anymore. No. Because I usually like to eat like three or four hot dogs. But when I do the jumbo ones, it's like two to three. But it just seems like it's too much. Whereas the little ones... You know, I can eat four and it's just the right amount ratio hot dog to bun. <laughs> this, no, it's not enough hot dog. I mean, the hot dog is the size of your finger. They're it's so tiny. Small. They are that small in a giant bun. I don't like it. Remember we were driving through the States a couple years ago and like even at the, the drive through, you know, gas stations had those hot dog rollers that are actually good. And then these massive, super thick. Hot dogs rolling around Whoa. on there. 
man, those ever look good. Yeah, but you didn't have one, so how could you say they tasted good? I said they look good. They, they look weren't red because they're all rolling in their grease and fat. They weren't ready yet. Remember, I wanted to. Uh, let's just wait ten more minutes here. And grab one of these magnificent hot dogs, but we were on a strict strict schedule. Anyways, you used to be able to go in the store buy barbecue size format hot dogs. That isn't a thing anymore. You can get sausages that big, but sometimes just like hot dog meat. I like, I like the the off cuttings, all ground up. What? Anyways, can I welcome everyone to the podcast? If I like you, the small uh, hot dogs still. Have not been here before. My name's Bill, and that is Joe over there. And we put together this weekly Howdy Do podcast where Joe acts like the big angry machine, and I try to take control of him. I don't act like anything unless the, you push buttons. I put the bit in his mouth and yank hard on the reins. But and that's where the fun that's where the fun happens. So yeah, is this it, uh is it a sulky race or is it uh Standard thoroughbred racing. Well, I don't know if you've seen Clydesdale's race before. Big clonking. Yeah, that's you. Hooves. <laughs> no, that's you. That's you. And I'll take a minute to uh, welcome the people that took the time to come out and watch us tonight. Retro Revolutions, my buddy Jared. How's it going, sir? And uh, Kyle, making it two weeks in a row. Thanks, Kyle, for coming on by. Retro says... Uh, Derek says, Joe, you can make a stone depressed. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can make a stone depressed with that. Yeah. Optimism. It's not powerful. I'll take that as a compliment, Jared. Sure. So I was a little bit late because I had to pick my kid up from her job. Her job. She has a job now. So guess who gets to run around? to take her to and fro. And I said, uh, tonight, uh, once you get things settled in, you know, you'll be kicking in some gas money. What? Oh, why would, why would that happen? Why would that be a thing? Oh, I, I don't know. Why would that be a thing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How far mm -hmm. is the job from her, uh, your house? Oh, it's but... in an adjacent town. So it's not even oh. in my town. So, you know, I'm running down the road 15 minutes. So anyways, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll get that mm -hmm. straightened out. We'll figure that out. I'll just tell her not to order Uber, uh, Starbucks coffees in the morning or wherever it's called. <sighs> yeah. She's, uh, she's right on the high on the hog immediately with the, with the new job. Has Who she had gets... her first paycheck yet? Not yet. Who gets Starbucks before they go to school, high school? Like was that's, she ordering on credit ahead of time? They can use, no, she's got her debit, right? You order on debit through whatever, Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes, whatever the hell it was. And then she gives me grief for asking for gas money. That's rich, very rich. How much are you going to ask for? I don't know. I don't know. Ballpark it. Five bucks? A week? Away? No, you can't charge per trip. Well, how much do you think it's costing me? I don't know. How many times is she working during the week? Well, it depends. It was only going to be weekends, but then she picked up two shifts, two weekday shifts, so everything doubled up. and Eight-hour shifts? No, five-hour shifts. Four-hour shifts. So at 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. 10, 20, let's do some math here. Oh boy. On 15s. That's tough. So four shifts a week. This week she did. Okay. So say on average three. Uh Oh, so 60 bucks a shift. So 180 bucks a week. 300 and something for, I don't know, whatever. Can't do that math. Kick some back to the, you got to kick uh, it upstairs. You got to yeah. kick your money back upstairs. So, so I'm trying to think what she would clear. We think 200 net. 
I, I have no idea what their, what her, you know, whatever would be. She doesn't have much earnings yet, so she probably gets know. to keep quite I'd say a bit. like 20 bucks a week, gas. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, I could see that. And then she puts half, for half of her paycheck in uh, savings. You guess to spend the rest. Hmm. You got to have that talk with her. Mm, yeah. What am I going to do with oh, half of my throw paycheck? Up. Throw up all over the microphone. I like to, I like to throw up all over your stomach. <laughs> well, that's an odd choice. <laughs> That's right. Shoot my spooty, so why not fucking throw up on it? Hey, I heard some news today speaking about money and people making money. You ready for this? No. We're big Howard Stern fans, right? Well, I am. You've lost your way. I was when he was good. Now you get sloppy seconds. I think he's great nowadays. You enjoy the sloppies. He's great. And I had him um, when he was the best, and then I dumped him to the curb, and then you could, you took him over. He's about the the last big talent that's doing long format interviews that's not a podcast. Right? So you're getting some, yeah. anyways. Technically, you could even say he's doing a podcast if you really wanted to. Technically. Anyways, he's at the end of his last contract. He's within... 24 days of it expiring. So the news is leaking out now at his renewal. Of course, he's been saying for the last three months that he has no idea what's happening. Yeah. And, Same uh, shtick as he has for the first, <laughs> the first 15 years on Sirius satellite. And if I retire, you know, this is going to happen. I can't wait to retire and paint and uh, do all that. But this week, the, the news has leaked out what his offer sheet is looking like. You want to lay any guesses? Per year? I don't know the length of the contract, but I know what the per year is. Well, he wouldn't take less than what he's been making. So even though he's going to be doing what, less less shows? There's still three shows a week. There's no way he could do less. Oh, he's he doing, could. <laughs> he's doing he's doing three shows a week, and they are a, a lesser amount of time since COVID, since he's doing it at home. Not that that makes any difference, but they are shorter shows, three days a week, no more than three weeks in a row without a break. So there you have it. What do you think their offer sheet's at? What do you think the great uh, Don Buckwald is Well, before I answer that, from? I just wanted to say hi to uh, our buddy Eric came into the chat. Happy birthday, Eric. Love you, buddy. Mighty Q-Dog. Um, you didn't get a happy birthday from... Happy birthday, Eric. I don't need to say it in front of everybody like Bill does. Okay. So I don't need to get get attention like Bill. You sent him a private message about his birthday. <sighs> What's he making now per year? Well, wasn't when talking, he first signed I'm, I'm on about Eric, not uh, Howard. <laughs> Eric, when Eric first signed on, he was making a hundred mil a year. And then we don't know what these middle contracts were. Some were saying it had to have been less like 80 mil a year, maybe something like that. Hmm. I don't know. He went down. I, I don't know what on. Is this still under a hundred? Nope. Oh man. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna go 120 million a year. But that is that him or is that to cover like all the staff and everything? Because that's what it was before, right? Uh, I, you gotta raise it up. Your name's blocking it. Howard Stern. 120 mil. I was right. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Uh, Miss Q-Dog popping in. Yeah, that is the rumor that they are at 120 mil, but that does, you're right, include all of production. Includes production and staff. Now, I have no idea if that includes Robin and Fred in there and Gary, because they're mm. also 
seven figure players. So I don't, I highly doubt they're part of that package and they have their own agent too. So I can't see why they would be part of his production contract, but yeah, 120 mil for uh, production. I thought they used uh, Howard's agent. Yeah, they do. Don well, he doesn't, he, he doesn't pay his staff uh dick. So can you imagine knowing your boss is making 120 mil and he pays you like 37,000 a year to live in Manhattan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. And does don't you that, dare uh, make any merch. Does he still have that? Uh, how do I put it politely? That nice lady that's come in and help uh, run the company or his uh, department. I'm sure, I'm sure she's, I don't hear anything about her, but like no one is allowed to talk about her other than the people that leave. So wow. uh, what's her name? Marcy, Marcy. Yeah. The one that came in and brainwashed, completely brainwashed him. Yeah. What a easy gig that is. Yeah. Like she took half of Gary's office over. Uh, well, he read her book, right? It's a typical Howard thing where he gets something in his head and, and he goes a hundred percent all in on it uh, to the point where he hires this person, even though she had no radio experience to manage his company. And, but it took the onus off of him so he could focus on being the talent. But this is the exact thing that kind of got Ellen in trouble because she got so far removed from the operation of her brand, she had no idea that, you know, Mm -hmm. staff is being run by whips and chains because she's removed by it from her managers, which is what they're paid to do. But, but that's no excuse. She should know. Isn't. Yeah. It's all under her umbrella, right? I think she knew, but I don't begrudge her from running a tight ship. I don't, I, I don't think so. Why would the talent know at all what goes on into production if they don't have to? They hire people to run that. I'll show up and do my song and dance and we'll t- do creative meetings, but you guys run the business. So I do think she was in the dark for that. No, I don't. Uh, did you see that Jack Britton has popped in? The, I don't think she chat? could completely uh, not hear any of the rumblings going on. She can't be that oblivious and get to where she is. How do you manage to type and talk at the same time? So it's Halloween season. Have you started watching your horror movies yet? Like I have. No, I'll watch a horror movie anytime. I don't have to have a month. Mm, I, I like to buy do it into it during this month because it makes it more special. No, it doesn't. It's yes, it does. It's ridiculous. Really? It does make it more special. This everyone agrees with me. No one's allowed. It's to gr- more agree special with you. when it's October. That's the month to watch Halloween movies, horror movies. Have you seen? You're you ignore Twitter nowadays unless it's about my life and collecting. But have you seen Hodge's house all done up in Halloween stuff? Yeah, I've seen pictures of it. And what 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 is your honest opinion on that? I don't remember what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard what you said about Halloween decorations before. I'm curious. Really? Because mm. Haji went all in if that was really yeah. his house. Because it's all like, in. Holy mackerel. I don't like Halloween. So I think mm. it's a stupid thing and I hate it when kids come to my house. And when you came home a f- for a few times, few years, and you saw what your people have done to your house. Yes, my house gets decoration. fully decorated out for Halloween with animatronic spiders and noises and webs and all that stuff. And apparently that drives you crazy, but you pay for it. <sighs> it looks nice. I don't like it because kids come to my house. Buy your own kids a bag of candy. Keep them at home. I'll do the same to my kids. What is happening this year? And then everybody's you? happy. We're not doing it. I put my foot down and said, no kids are coming. So no pumpkins. Well, we might do some one or two, but we're not putting them out front. We just put like a October style wreath on the door and some uh, standard fall decorations in the front garden. And that's it. 
And by we, I mean uh, not me. I don't think anyone was thinking that. Uh, just some people get confused because they're idiots. So I started watching, uh, I've, I've done four movies so far and it's already October 8th. Started off with uh, The Shining, which I finally watched for the first time all Dude, the way through. We already talked about this. Uh, then I watched Halloween 2. The Shining doesn't count because we already talked about it last week. No, I'm just I'm just filling out the list. Okay. It's not a contest. You're making it to be one. It's not a contest, Kevin. Uh, Halloween 2, which... Uh, was okay. Halloween Resurrection, which sucked. That's the one where Jamie Lee Curtis actually dies. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, don't bother. And then uh, I watched the first Halloween, which is definitely the best one out of the series. I want to plow through the Poltergeist movies again. I think the Q Dogs just did that recently. It's due, and I want to sit the big kid down and watch it too. Mm. I think she would like that. I love that first one. Love the second one. Third one. Like the second one. Why? I just sort of had my fill after the first one. Mm, I don't think the first one is the best one. I don't, you probably are not, don't know any, remember anything about it. So you're saying you don't like it. I think I'm going to pull out the unedited version of uh, Aliens. You know, the one where you actually get to see the uh, the, sen- the sentry guns that they set up outside the doors in the, uh, the medical lab? Mm. Yeah, that does ring a bell. The version that's always cut out for some reason, even though that's one of the best parts in the movie. Just to go back to your Halloween, Mrs. Q-Dog asks if you decorate for christmas and if that's okay oh i love uh i love christmas i love decorating for christmas you you joe love decorating for christmas going Um, up and doing it because i've heard complaints i put up uh both i put up lights on both floors of the east trough so i'm out on the uh, roof shingles doing that so i do all the lights um, I do some stuff around the bandit, uh, the poles outside, whatever you want to call them. And, um, yeah, they do the other stuff. But yeah. Christmas is the best. I'm all for it. Mm. I don't know what Christmas is going to be like this year. Hey, Steven Eiders popping in. Um, Kyle says he loved it when Eric and Melissa went as me and you that year. I remember Remember that. that. Peace and love. Peace and love. That was amazing. Love that stuff. Was that all your content for today? Your Halloween movies? The four movies I've gone through uh, in eight days. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Can I tell you, you need to get on the letterbox and uh, type that shit in. The what? And then the letterboxed, you know, that's the online movie database where you can keep track of the movies you watch and you can leave a review if you want. You can uh, say if you liked it, you can say the date you watched it. So if you're you're considering a movie and you're like, did I watch that movie before? And check it out. Oh yeah, I did watch it. I watched it in 1962. No, I know if I've watched a movie. Oh yeah. You got great memory. And I don't care when I watched it. I know if I liked it or not. You could you could mark down if you really watched it or if you Joe watched it mm, or I really watched it. Joe started it. Joe didn't finish it. I'm on episode five of the Mandalorian. Plowing through that. The uh, trailer for the new season came out and it looks looks pretty good. Yeah, I saw the first I saw. I loved it. Hopefully, my new projector will be here when that. I don't know uh, why it's taking me so long to get through to it. But what is it? Eight episodes? What am I looking at here? 
I think it's it might be longer than that. Ten maybe. All right. I'm enjoying it. I'm not. My thing is though. Here we go. Get ready, folks. <sighs> oh no, it makes sense. No. What I've seen so far has been good. I like the man. Love the Mandalorian character. I love how we're finding about the backstory of him. Uh, the whole armor thing is fascinating. I love the the child is a lot more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. I don't like how so far anyway, and this might change, but he's doing the incredible Hulk thing for so far. Anyway, what I've seen, um, he's going from planet to planet sort of helping out like yeah. the last one I watched, he goes to this, I don't know, this dump of a planet and stumbles across this uh, tribe of people that are being attacked by this other tribe and uh, uh, the UFC uh, MMA fighter. Uh, Gina Carano is like some ex-military person who's also hiding out there. Yeah. So he helps this tribe of people and then he's off on his way a la Incredible Hulk Bruce Banner. They did it. I hope that's not how it continues on. I want a more deeper storyline that carries on aside from the main underlying story of him and this child and what the child's all about. They did the whole Magnificent Seven thing in that one episode or the Seventh Samurai. It was that Exactly to the what, T. What movie? Magnificent Seven. Is it, are you sure? Yeah. What? I don't know. You were stumbling all over it. But I was I was liking that how each episode is like procedural. That he's got each episode is its own thing, but there is an over uh overreaching arc for the whole series. And I don't mind that. I'm getting kind of tired of cliffhanger serial episodes. Every single episode has a massive cliffhanger at the end. I let's go back like it is, you know, when we were watching, you know, no, but then you're rushing it. Old school shows where every hour is its own story. Bop, there's my story. It's in a bottle. Drink down your bottle. Oh, you're rushing it because then you're falling into the same format and formula again of the first X amount of minutes is this, and then we're at this point, and then you know that, oh. There's only 10 minutes left, so let's wrap her up quick, guys, and do the wave and smile, and I'll see you guys later. Off to the next planet. That's okay. No, it's not okay. It's comfort food. It's like, it's not meant to be a big, you know. you try something different, like some mussels or some. uh, We get that everywhere else. Some fish food that you don't like. We get that everywhere else. Let's just have some popcorn and enjoy the scenery, which is what it's made for. How about you stimulate my mind? And then for, there is still this grand arc for the entire season. And um, so it gives you the best of both worlds. But if I recall, you're backing off on something, maybe because it was so ridiculous. You did complain to me what your main, main problem with Mandalorian was, was a guest star. Yeah. It draws you out. I've said that before with a lot of things. As soon as I saw Gina Carano, all I could think of was UFC and her fighting in it. And not me. I was thinking, oh, that's the girl from the Deadpool movie. And it didn't, my mind isn't like, oh, sh- she can't be Deadpool and this movie. It's no, that's not what I'm saying. Crossing over. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying I knew her from other things and it drew me out that's of her fine. role. They're not actors. That they're actors. Sometimes they're not good actors. You were more angry with the Nick Nolte, if I recall, which you couldn't even tell was Nick Nolte, other than you knew the voice. voice. You're like, yeah, but it's not. It's like, where is that? Where am I getting that from? It's so. um, And then I go, oh, that's that's Nick Nolte. God damn it! Episode ruined. (laughs) Makes no sense. (laughs) Don't draw me out of it. Uh, there's God. a million actors out there that we've never seen before in a new, especially when you're starting a new show. I hope you didn't watch the love boat in the eighties. I love the love boat. 
Is that it? That's it. I love the love boat. <laughs> I'm just saying there's, there's, especially in a brand new series, you don't need to bring in, or why do you feel the need to bring in previously, in some cases, well-known actors when they're not needed? Isn't it fun? You think it's going to boost ratings? You think I'm no, going to suddenly fun. tune in to watch Mandalorian because, oh my God, Nick Nolte's dressed up in a costume. Let's it's, go see what he looks like. It's Yes, exactly. It's no. fun to see someone you know put in a new universe. It's fun. Like uh, Star Trek. Six. They can be put into a new universe, new universe if like they were the main character and it was a completely new role. I'd like, be okay with that. Like Star Trek Six, who's waking up Captain Sulu? Knock, knock, knock. Captain Sulu, you better come to the bridge right away. Hey, that's Christian Slater yeah. in a Star Trek uniform. That's awesome. Hope he gets sucked out of an airlock. <laughs> I, so you don't want other actors to work ever again i didn't say that no just have them in their own starring roles why do you got to pepper them all throughout these uh new shows you think it's gonna help well they're character actors they, they that's their job is to pop in on shows and fill a character that's their job then bring in someone who I don't know. It's not going to draw you out and, and ruin the whole uh, storyline and the whole uh, uh, mystique about it. I think this is just a Joe thing. I, I think Bill just likes to argue with me. <laughs> well, we have nearly 300 episodes of that. So huh? why change? finally right? realized it doesn't make me wrong. Doesn't make What's me wrong. What's the track record here? Who's sensible? You know, doesn't make me wrong. And the fact that you're always trying to prove that you're right only proves that you're wrong. Oh, boy. You are something. You should go on Fandango and argue with Precious. You are precious. I can't. When I'm on there, I'm too nervous. I can't think of anything. So nervous. It's like huge star power over there huh? talking to the Ram Vox. I, I stammer. I don't know what to say. All you have to do is say everything is good times. And you'll fit right in. Good times. Hey, you're the one that's pulling the Kevin move here that uh, you don't, you know, that I don't know what you're, talking you're about. just saying something Listen, crazy because the show is new. He's on enough <laughs> fucking shows. We don't need to cut talking to Kevin. Um, <laughs> Oh man, I had a Joe altercation at the Dollarama the other day. Here's a here's a Dollarama tip for you Canadians out there. Don't go they, there. They are selling, they're blowing out Meguiar's Super Soaker car drying towels, chamois. Meguiar's brand name. That's a $30 towel. You can get it at uh Dollarama right now for $4 if you can still find them. And they actually work really good. Anyways, I was there with the kids grabbing some stuff and I go up to the cash and the whole cash area was rearranged. Now they added automated tellers to the Dollarama now. So they got two automated tellers and then off to the side is one cashier still. So by the time we get up there and we got a handful of stuff, you know, I don't know what we got, like, uh, you know, kitchen kitchen crap and spatulas and that kind of crap you get at the dollar store and the two automated tellers were full of people and the cashier was just wrapping up with her person so she was free so we just naturally go over to this person she's like a middle-aged woman and uh, as we get up to her she's like hey uh you want to learn how to use the automated teller i'm like um no i'm i'm good we're good Oh yeah, no problem. I don't mind showing you right now. We can do it. I'm like, well, no, I actually said, you know what? I prefer the personal experience. That's why I'm here in front of you. And she says to me, well, I don't enjoy this arm experience, moving things across the thing. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> what? Even my kids looked at me like, who is this? What planet is she from? Like, does she not get that those automated things are? You don't like having a job? Like, 
I'm like, oh, sorry for making you ring this through. You like lifting food up to your mouth with a fork? Is that the only exercise you like doing? Okay. thought that was something Joe would say if I didn't go to his automated teller. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think I like moving my arm like this? I would be because that's exercise. Holy mackerel. Have you ever experienced I remember when shoppers first got the automated tellers in, they were super militant about getting you onto them, but you could tell like the management was making them do it. I've never experienced where the cashier's like just doesn't want to do cash. <laughs> so she's sending you over there. Weird. Weird. I was trying to think if I had a automated teller story and I don't. Where was I? It's either Walmart or um, maybe it was this Dollarama. Like they're taking cash now and giving you change back. They used to just be, you know, card only, right? But uh, what do you mean? Every places are taking cash. Hmm. Not the ones I've been to. I just prefer to pay by debit now. Yeah. If I, if I can get away with it. Jesus, why not? Well, I pay by visa because you get your visa rewards. You got to scrape every nickel and dime everywhere you can get. So You got that right. Use your visa, pay it off right away, get the three cent reward. When are you putting your winter tires on? Do we Ugh. have that discussion yet? Oh, I got to book my appointment for both our vehicles still. End of end of November, is that safe? I would, I me, I would have to do it in October sometime because I live a little bit more north than you and have to deal with actual snow, whereas you don't. But I'm not looking forward to it. One, because I hate winter. Two, I got to deal with winter. That means I got to get ready for winter. Three, and then I have to do this thing, which I don't want to use the dealership again because they scratch my rims in the spring, and uh, I also have to. I I've kept possession of my tires, so I have to get them down off the loft and they are incredibly heavy. Incredibly heavy. Did you have heavy. them store it for you the first year? Was that the case? Yeah. Cause the first year was free store oh. it with us and we'll only scratch it up and then not give it back to you because we're in a COVID situation and we have no one oh, working. Yeah, yeah, That's right. Awesome. So I go to a different dealership this time. I definitely have to keep the tires. No. Why do you put them up in the law? First off, where do you want me to put them? You got that corner space in your garage. I don't got the triple, triple garage action. You got on the, when you pull in on the right hand side, you got that little nook. There's stuff in there. That's where the snowblower is. What about under your table? I got drawers and stuff in there and stupid old hockey gear and throw it out. Tires won't fit under there. Anyways, these tires are huge. So anyways, yeah, I have to keep them because I can't trust that they'll get locked away again and no one able to swap them again. So I have to keep them and it's a massive pain in the neck. Why don't you buy yourself a, a car jack and then you can just put them on yourself. <sighs> I used to do that all the time until uh, after a certain amount of years, they were seizing on me, and I couldn't, I couldn't even get them off the uh, the axles. Yeah, they can be a real pain, and like, but you, you know, you save money anyway. Save money, but you know, it's my time too. It's my effort, and then mm-hmm. I, there's a chance I'm going to put it on wrong. Don't say you can't. Because you can. You can't. You can. How? I I rode with a guy who always does his own tires, who's Mr. I know everything about everything. Yeah. And we're driving to work and the car is wobbling around like mad. Your drink is shaking around like this. No, something's going on with the tire there, eh? Yeah, I don't know what that could be. So I put those on right. Well, you think you got the car rim seated in there, right? It really isn't. And then you think you've tightened the bolts, but you really haven't. It's just been ajar a little bit. And then once you get driving, it seats back in where it's supposed to be. And now there's a huge gap there. 
And yeah, it's trouble. That can happen. All I'm saying is that can can happen. Well, I won't disagree with you. That can happen if you do it incorrectly. Anyways, yeah, my jack I did have that that broke a few years ago, so I haven't ever replaced it. And I've I've I keep an eye on it, see if they go on sale, but I haven't seen one go on sale for less than a hundred bucks. So, what the big metal ones? They're more than that, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I need it on sale for less than a hundred, and that uh-huh. hasn't happened. Save up those uh, Canadian Tire dollars. I don't. I don't spend any money at Canadian Tire really. I used to get my gas there, but I don't bother anymore since I started paying with Visa. Mm. Then you don't get Canadian Tire points if you pay with Visa. See, it's all a shell game. So get the Canadian Tire Visa, and then you get uh, even more points because you're paying through the Visa. I don't want Canadian Tire points. You can. Why not? They got lots they, of nice toys. They can in there. eat it. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They're, what? Because they're not shoppers and they don't sell video games. Yeah, I like shoppers. I like Canadian Tire because it has manly things in there. I'm a real man. Yeah, and they're also a scam joint, right? They're a bait and switch scam joint. Like, if something goes on sale, you go in to get it, and it's never there. And sometimes, when, yeah, but that's like any place now. Well, superstore. you got that right. When the superstore has their uh, grocery flyers on. And, uh, some, uh, sorry, when, uh, like say Walmart has a big sale on superstore pulls that particular item off their shelves for like the first three, four days of the week. Mm. Scam everywhere, man. Yep. Hey, did you want to talk about Eddie Van Halen? Not really. Nothing. Got your big guitar behind you. You don't have anything to say. You can't even see my guitar behind me. Well, I've seen it in well, several videos he's, in the uh, background. He's a uh, he was a great guitarist. What do you want to say? It was shocking. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't know he had can. I don't know he was fighting yeah. cancer, but not that I'm really following the news of Eddie Van Halen on a daily basis. No, it was shocking, and. Uh, I just want to, uh, another pro tip for you guys uh, listening who have Sirius, go check out Deep Tracks right now because they just switched it all to the Van Halen channel for this week. I think it's for this week. It's nothing but Van Halen. I've been hearing all kinds of Van Halen songs that I've forgotten about. And uh, yeah, pretty wild. I wasn't the hugest fan either, but certainly appreciate the skill. Yeah, I'm the same way. Talk I was a fan, I know. fan of... Uh basically their hits and that was pretty much it though i think i preferred uh oddly enough the sammy hagar years more than the david lee roth yeah yeah i might i might agree with you that david lee roth annoys me quite a bit then they fired they fired the bassist what was his name mike Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got rid of their bassist after like he's he was with them for like 20 years for some reason because Eddie Van Halen argued with everybody. Couldn't get along. But I think those were his drinking years too. So so speaking of serious, another tip for you on the Beatles channel is um it's John Lenny John Lennon's. John Lennon's 80th, what would be his 80th birthday this past week. And so there's been a bunch of specials on the Beatles channel. And you can find them on YouTube. And the one I sampled today, which I was surprised I I did, was uh, Sean Lennon did uh, some kind of show. I don't know if he called it a podcast or something, where he got some people together and talked about his father. And I've kind of always held a grudge against Sean Lennon because I've always heard the uh, bad blood stories between uh, like him and Yoko would like push Julian out of the picture. You know, Julian wanted any of John Lennon's stuff or any of his guitars or any kind of piece of the pie. They're like, screw you, Julian Lennon. Who are you? You know, and Yoko was all about Sean. So I've held a grudge. But I listened to this show and he actually 
talked to Julian Lennon on this show, him and Julian talking about John Lennon, which has never, ever happened in public. So he had Julian Lennon on, and then he spent some time with Elton John, who, uh, who performed with John Lennon and is Sean Lennon's godfather. And then he had a really nice interview with Paul McCartney. And uh, I thought it was really good. I was pleasantly surprised how uh, down to earth and uh, normal sounding Sean Lennon was. It was a good show. You check that out. Find it on YouTube if you want, if you don't have the serious. It was pretty good. Julian and Sean talking together. Hello? Hello, Joe? This is Joe's Hello. doing what? I'm Julian. Oh. And and Joe is Sean Lennon right now. I was letting you like, talk. Like, hey, Sean, could I get any of Dad's money or, no. or guitar or something? No, bugger off. And now, Mummy says you're not part of the family. M Mummy's a cunt. <laughs> uh, I was never a John Lennon fan. What? What? No, no, I don't go. I don't go bonkers over him. So I can appreciate that he was a great writer and all that. But once he was out of the beat, once the Beatles were done, I was pretty much done with him. I was more of a Chapman fan. I appreciated his work on that Ooh. sidewalk. The assassin that changed <laughs> the course of history. Oh my goodness. God the day it. my life ended when John Lennon was killed. And of course, since we're talking about podcasts, I, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you guys to check out the Retro Nonsense podcast, which is now launched on iTunes. So it needs everyone here to actually go to iTunes and leave a review and a five stars. Because since it's new, if everyone does that, it gets on the Apple new and noteworthy list. And that's the only way a podcast will get noticed by anyone outside of their circle. So it's a one chance a podcast has is when you're brand new and you get enough reviews to trend it into the new and noteworthy. That's your only chance to get noticed as a podcast. So this is their big chance. So I, I would, I'd appreciate you guys go check that out. Cause I think they're great. And, uh, I like those dudes. I did it. I fucking iTunes, man. Oh my God. That's the worst freaking program ever. I knew it would be a huge pain in the ass too. It's because you're not using it on a Mac. You launch it. What's your Apple ID? I don't know. Is it right down? Right. Put down. this name in. What's your password? Why don't you remember any of that computer? Remembers every other password. Not that one. So I had to go through the whole pass. I had to figure out my username. Then I had to figure out a password, reset the password. And guess what? My security questions, I got them all wrong. So God knows what I put in there, but they weren't good enough for Apple. An hour of fighting with iTunes to get that going. Finally got it up and running. Then you try and find the podcast, get the podcast, you leave a review, and then the review disappears. Because this is Apple and they're genius. They're like, oh, no, you don't get to see what you wrote. No, 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 no. That's for us to check and see if it's perfect. And then maybe we'll put it on there. And then you know what? We're not even going to let the podcast owners see your review because you're in Canada and they're in the U.S. So why would a U.S. citizen want to see a Canadian review? I only have iTunes to leave reviews for my friend's podcast. And I should say they got a Apple needs to come up with something because that is stupid. Terrible. All right. Do you think you can do that? Leave uh, Duke and Chris I already did. review. Did you? Yes. And on that note, uh, I got a bounce, man. You do. Yeah. Why is that? Because I have to do some things. And I told you at the start of the show, I only have till 1030. No, you never told me that. So you're you weren't even on. here. You weren't even here for the first part of the show. Because you didn't come on till 945. Oh, my been God. On at 930. Oh. 
get going there, Tarantino. That's the crew's good, not going to wait. Wait. <laughs> the crew's not going to wait. Oh Sometimes God. it's good to leave people wanting more. You got to know when the right time. Joe's like, I brought my three movies, three of which All were right. Halloween. Listen, it was good talking to you. Thank you for being positive as, as best as you can. Uh, and I'll be seeing you in what, Monday? Or did they get you to come in to work on the weekend? No, I'm not coming in. What was the whole what was the whole deal with that? They were that short staffed? Well, apparently. I don't know. I guess so. Or more people staying home because their kids have uh, runny noses. That is a thing. That is a thing. Well, when's it our turn? I had a headache today right above my left eye. I'm pretty sure it's a COVID headache or a stroke. And it was pounding. So, who knows? Maybe I got COVID. What are you going to do tomorrow? Day off. <sighs> whole bunch of outdoor stuff. Prepping for wintertime. So, I got a busy day. I think I might go back to that antique store. Do some I more records. a busy Friday and a busy Saturday. All right. So, that's it. Okay. All right. Thanks again, everybody, for coming in. I'll sign up. I'll I'll stick on and say hello to my people. I'm saying bye. Bye, Melissa, Eric, Kyle, Captain, Jack Britton, Jared. Captain? Yeah. That's what I call uh, Captain Max Gaming. I call him Captain. Mm. All right. All right, dude. I'll see you on Monday, right? There goes Joe, everyone. Thanks, Joe, for coming on by. We appreciate your presence. My God, what would we do without it? It's such a pleasure. Have a good one. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That's where he he puts his cover on his camera and then hangs out for a little time. Thanks, Mrs. Q-Dog, for uh, hanging out. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate you guys. What do you guys want to talk about now? Now that Joe's gone. Oh, you believe that guy? God damn it. I'm telling you, they don't pay me enough. It's pretty rough. It's rough out there. 49 minute podcast. You need to make it to an hour. I'm telling you. Kyle asked, uh, did Joe, didn't Joe run to a specialist? We should have found out which specialist he checked out this week. I'm sure there was at least two or three. Oh, people are making noise up there. Uh, what else? So who who was all here with us today? We had Kyle. We had Stephen. Stephen, I went to uh, Walmart yesterday and spent whew, like a hundred bucks, all because of you, as usual. Cat Max Gaming put out a tweet saying Walmart was blowing out their video games for five dollars a piece. So uh, I headed over there after work and. Sure enough, it was happening. $5 games for PS4, uh, Xbox One games. Uh, you'll see that in a pickup video coming soon if you hit the subscribe button. Um, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Um, there was supposed to be Switch games there for like $9, but they weren't there. And then uh, I took my cursory look over at the uh, Masters of the Universe section and... Um, nothing there, of course, but those stupid little, these little, uh, these little masters of the universe blind boxes were there that Steven Eider always goes on about. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll get a few cause I'm a sucker cause I am a sucker. So sure enough, I bought three of these stupid things. They're eight bucks each. And, uh, yeah, sucker. But as Steven pointed out to us on Twitter, you can get the codes and you could um, figure out what is in each blind box. So I picked out a He-Man, a Skeletor, and a Man-at-Arms. And uh, they're tiny, though. They come out of the thing. They're super tiny, but they look 
it's a good design. I'll give them the design is pretty good and detailed. And actually I'm impressed with the, the, just the, the castle gray skull box of it is actually pretty good. And I could see if someone did some uh, dry painting to it, you know, where you, you put the old black paint to the bricks and then wipe it off and shit. You could really make that thing pop. So I'm going to try and convince my kids to do that for me, make those things look good. And uh, so anyways, I took those and I put them with my, opened them all up, took a little kid because she loves blind boxes. So we did that. And we took those there with the other, my other little toy figurines that's above my bed in my bedroom. How much of a nerd is that? Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I know not a lot of action in there. I wonder why. So yeah, Eric says uh, control for $5. I looked for that too. I didn't see it there. And uh, I use a online, maybe I shouldn't mention this. Who do I want to know about this secret? Uh, I guess there's not many people here. I use a uh, online stock tracker called uh, stocktrack.ca for, for Canadians. And it will give you... Uh, an immediate inventory result of what's in at Walmart. And it'll even tell you what's on order and what's in their warehouse. So if you check that, it will not only give you the latest price that's in their database, but as well as um, if it is indeed on the shelf or if it's been ordered or if it's sitting in the uh, warehouse, which is very helpful. And it, it is actually pretty accurate. That's how I got my He-Man figures when I did get them on my way home from work. Stock track, checked it. There's 14 of them. I knew to go there. And sure enough, there weren't 14 by the time I got there, but there was still some left. So that's how I was able to uh, check the prices on all those games and see which stores had those games because that control might have been $5 at this Walmart here. But the one close to me, it might have been still $29, $39. So it, it's, you really need that stock tracker because it really shows you the price differences as well. I picked up two SNES mini wireless controllers by 8-Bit uh, Doe. Is that what it's called? 8-Bit Do? 8-Bit Do? Wireless controllers. They're on the shelf as $39.99. But on the stock track online inventory checker, it's showing up at $9. So of course the shelves are full of them because they're there for $40. But I take a couple and uh, go take them up to the cash. I'm like, I don't know. Can you check the price on this for me? And she rings it in. Sure enough, they're $9 each, regular $39. So I'm like, yep, I'll take those. And all day, of course, I've been struggling to figure out if I should go back and just buy them all and start flipping them for 30 bucks each on eBay, which is their trending price, but I'm too much of a pansy to go in that much. $9 each. If you buy like 10 of them, it's a lot of money you're putting out and you're on the hook for it. So, and you're only gaining 20 bucks a pop. Yeah, I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze. You still got to box them. It's still effort. You know, you got to schlep it to the post office. It's still effort. Is the effort worth the 20 bucks? I don't know. I've been thinking about it all day though. But uh, check those deals out. What else did we have going on here in the chat? Uh, Jack Britton, AKA Evil Joe. And uh, Q Dogs were here, Kyle. Uh, Retro Revolution, Jared was here. It was good seeing you guys. I appreciate you guys showing up. It's awesome. Love it. It's too bad Joe won't let us interact with the chat more. We'll get there. We'll get him on board with the chat sooner or later. Um, he seemed to, he seemed he was kind of on it today, but, you know, curious what he's doing right now. I'm sure he has my window open to make sure I'm not saying anything about him. And he's got some huge production. He's got the desk in the background. 
and he's piled up some, you know, PS2 games or something. Yeah. Hey guys, um, be really interested to show you guys my PS2 collection that uh, I don't really know anything about. Kyle says he grabbed a couple just to see what happens. Grab what? Grab what? Oh, me. I'd grabbed a couple just to see what happens. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And this is the thing too with those controllers. I could buy them all and I would be on the hook for the amount paid $9 each. However, I'm not really on the hook because I could return them anytime I wanted. So it's kind of like a pretty safe deal, but I'm also extremely lazy. So I don't know how to quantify those two different things. 20 bucks a pop, very lazy. Hmm. All right, thanks, Eric. Enjoy your pot roast. Sounds really good. Um, I'm going to sign off now too. Thanks everyone for joining us. <coughs> oh. mm. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and uh, stay, stay tuned to this channel. Got more fun stuff coming up. We have the vinyl show coming up. Uh, I got some time rearranging to do for that. I don't know how that's going to come off, but uh, vinyl shows coming. We're always doing live chats. Hit the subscribe and uh, enjoy the music on here too. Some good music. I just put up a whole concert today. A whole concert. So check that out. Uh, don't forget to check out my uh, my pals over at, at Retro Nonsense Podcast. I'll leave it right there. Oh, see, now Miss Q-Dog won't let me leave because she wants me to start talking about Instant Pot. I'll talk about Instant Pot all night. She made stew in the instant pot. Well, I've done that too, Melissa. Let me tell you. Um, package of onion soup mix, uh, beef broth. Um, what was the other secret ingredient? Or some other wild ingredient? Hmm. Anyways, yeah, it, it turns out really well. Send me the send me the recipe, Melissa. I'll let you know. Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you next time. See you later. Signing off. Post it and post it.